We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Josiah. Josiah, I had the pleasure of just meeting and getting to work with here in Mexico. He is a, a kind and uh, very talented soul that uh, is a, an amazing photographer. And um, I've just had a pleasure of getting to spend a little bit of time with him in the last few days. And he's agreed to sit down and share a little bit of his time and his story with me. So thank you, Josiah, for being here. That was a super nice introduction. <laughs> it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be accurate. But uh, yeah, no, thanks for, uh, thanks for sitting down with yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. So I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. They're all designed to getting to know you, uh, your view of the world, your perspective. There's no wrong answers. So answer as you feel led and uh, we'll dive right in. Let's go through it. <laughs> um, all right, the first one is, who do you define yourself as? You, you asked me before, you, you like, you warned me that this was <laughs> one of the questions and I didn't even think about it. Um, that's a really hard question, but who I define myself as, I think, I guess I would, I would define myself as what I would want my legacy to be. Hmm. So maybe it's not necessarily what I am now, but what it, what it is that I want to be. Um, and I think as far as what I would like my legacy to be is just someone who impacts people in a positive way, whether it's um, through like whether it's directly or what, or mm. if it's like, if I impact one person, it trickles down the line. Um, mm. But to, to be able to do that to as many people as possible, I think is a legacy I would want to leave behind. Um, so, so when you say who <laughs> I would define myself as, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm the best at it now, but it's, it's, it's who I always strive to be. So, um, so yeah. I like that. I think that's full. That's cool. Thank you. All right, next one's a little easier. All what, right. What is your favorite food? <laughs> My favorite food? Um, oh, man, I don't know if that one's easier. <laughs> Some people uh, are like, no, that's actually harder. <laughs> I love sushi. I'm a big sushi guy. I'm just, I love rice. Okay. So anything right. anything that has rice in it, I'm down for it. Um, but probably sushi is one of my, one of my tops. Fair. We did have yeah. some good sushi the other day. Yeah, so we that did. Works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you reading anything right now? Um, I just finished um, Love Doves. Love Does by Sheesh. I can't think of his name right now. Um, <laughs> but it's a really good book. Okay. Um, it's just basically like a compilation. I mean, it's this guy. He's just got such a cool story, and um, he just and it's not it's not like a linear storyline. Mm -hmm. um, it's not necessarily like an autobiography, but it's more so just stories that's happened in his life. And he kind of talks about obviously love and just mm -hmm. how that uh, how when he chooses love, it impacts certain situations in a positive way. Mm -hmm. it's, really, it's a really cool book. I'll add that one to my list. Yeah, that's good. Man, okay. I can't think of the guy's name. So that's okay. I can't, we can Google it later sure, and we'll enough. find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Um, what would you say is your greatest fear? Hmm. I think watching my my family get old hmm. is my greatest fear. Is my family getting older and then 
the amount of time I have to spend with them while they're still capable of doing fun things. And mm -hmm. so like, like the ability to make new memories and um, yeah, I think I just have a fear a lot of times when I'm not with them that I'm missing out on those opportunities mm -hmm. and watching them grow older. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that would be one of the bigger ones. Yeah, it's reasonable. It's cool to have like people that you desire to have that like time yeah, with. Yeah, for sure. It's like a, it's like a positive and a, a like a, a desire to not lose it and not miss out on it, but also like the reminder that it's like it means you have that. Is yeah, a good thing. I mean, as you get older too, it's like even with friends and stuff, you, I've noticed that I grow a lot more particular about who I spend my time with because I used to be just kind of anyone and everyone, mm -hmm. but now it's. I feel like I'm a lot more intentional mm -hmm. um, because I just don't want to really like waste time anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, I get that. You start to get to a point where you're like, oh, yeah, I want to like invest in people. It like, feels like this is like, worth screw it. Screw everyone else. I already have, I already have my friends. Y'all can. Like, I have enough friends. I don't yeah. need to be friendly with anybody Stop else. Stop talking to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of understandable, but yeah, no, for sure. What would you say that you value the most? I think. I think a relationship mm -hmm. um, so whether that's with family or friends and I mean definitely the last few years just kind of how I was saying before I've just been really intentional about mm -hmm. the time that I have with people and um, wanting to grow deeper in relationships because I've noticed that I have quite a lot of really really good friends but then I think I got got to a point in life where it felt like everything kind of plateaued as far as like mm -hmm deepness that I could go with people and obviously that's just not true so hmm. a lot of it was just because because I travel a lot for work so a lot of it is just you know there's only so much you can talk about over the phone um, but just having that um, in-person connection is so important so hmm. um, yeah spending more time doing that and growing those relationships deeper I think has been really important to me and I think it's one of the bigger things that I value at this at this point in time at least yeah I can I can relate to that for sure, sure. definitely hmm. when was the last time that you felt joy felt joy um I I, I assume you, you say joy because of like the difference of joy and happiness I would however assume. you would take that yeah sure. um I mean because I feel like I'm kind of happy a lot but joy, hmm. I don't know. I just I just finished a workshop that I did, and um, yeah, like finishing it, seeing everyone happy, and then immediately after we just we just did this really big shoot that you were on, and seeing everyone happy there. Um, yeah, I think I think I felt pretty joyful after that. Um, I don't know, joy is a tough one because it's like, I feel like, I feel like, like happiness and joy are so different because like happiness, it's like, it's like a uncountable number of times mm -hmm. that I'll feel that and it just comes and goes. But then joy, I feel like is one more that you can like pinpoint specific times, but mm. I don't know, right now I'm having a hard time um, thinking <laughs> of an exact moment that was just like, whoa. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like, I think, yeah, just maybe a few days ago, just um, see, seeing everyone happy after putting a lot of work into something. Mm -hmm. um, I think 
that usually means a lot to me so it was pretty pretty joyful in those, in those moments yeah that's cool yeah, yeah there is it's like that differentiating differentiating between like the fleeting moments of happiness yeah. and like the long-lastingness of joy and like yeah i feel like i feel like happiness is more of an emotion and joy is mm. maybe more of a mental state hmm. um where it's like you can be sad but still be joyful mm-hmm. in this so it's not yeah i guess i guess it would be just that where it's like happiness is just kind of it's an ebb and flow and you feel mm-hmm. it and you don't feel it but then joy is something that you can kind of live in so mm-hmm. even when times are difficult you can you can like fall back on a sense of joy whether mm-hmm. it's like your outlook on life or you know whether it's god or you know whatever you believe in um family but yeah so that i think that's why it's a bit tough to (laughs) to like pinpoint a time um but yeah yeah that's fair too and i mean like as you're saying too like you just got done like a massive workshop and then a shoot and like those are things that you pour like so much energy into Mm -hmm. to see everybody happy to feel that on yourself as well that sense of accomplishment like sometimes that even takes time to like settle in and really like feel like okay it's here and you're like still in the like recovery phase of like just been going 24 7 (laughs) so yeah no i can appreciate that for sure but yeah when was the last time you were afraid and why I honestly cannot think. I mean, I, like, I feel like I feel like such like a bullshitter saying that. Like, I can't. I don't. I'm, like, like, I'm, I'm never, I'm never afraid. afraid. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, if that's honest, nothing, you're I can't think of anything. Uh, no, but yeah. like honestly, I can't really. Yeah. I think like. I there's it. not many immediate things that scare me in yeah. life. There's not many things that just like happen, and I'm uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, like, I'm, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Yeah. Like, I I rarely ever have those moments. And I feel the need to interject and say like you you actually ran out of oxygen today while diving. Oh and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And I was like, so, like yeah, like oh dude, like, me, a, like, like that's yeah, normal. Yeah, we were down at the bottom, and I was just like swimming around taking photos, and realized I was out of air, and then I like looked at Angel our the guy I go diving with all the time and I looked at him and I did like the like the death signal with my hand and he like looked at me and laughed because he thought I was joking and then I'm like no I'm like actually like I like smiled but I was like no no like (laughs) like I'm out of air (laughs) and and he just kind of had one of those moments like oh oh you're serious so give it to me but yeah I mean it's it's very rare that I have those like yeah just those those holy holy crap moments but (laughs) I feel like the things I fear in life are more, like, existential. Mm-hmm. Um, but those aren't necessarily things that I dwell on so much mm-hmm. that I, like, live in that fear, I mm-hmm. guess. So it would be kind of... So, I mean, there's always things in the back of my mind, of course, yeah. whether it's, like, insecurities or mm-hmm. um, the thing I talked about with family. Like, those, those things mm-hmm. are always kind of there. But I don't think... I can't really think of the last time I was, like, scared mm-hmm. of something. Um, it's so. probably good. Yeah, I yeah. mean seems healthy to not dwell on those other things yeah i mean maybe to a fault (laughs) (laughs) i mean it seems to be i don't know there's things people say like it's like to a fault but it's like well if your life is functioning well maybe it's fine (laughs) he's like i don't know (laughs) we'll reevaluate that later (laughs) if it's functioning or not i feel like i'm not a good judge for that (laughs) it is your life so (laughs) (laughs) that's fair would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something Oh, a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely a lot. 
uh, I mean, that, that's a book. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, is there it's anything like, like, like I, in specific? Yeah. Like, as far if as there's anything that jumps out at you, if not, we'll wait for your book. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> man, you might be waiting a while. On that one. Um, a moment. Okay. Um, I guess we could just go random. Um, I have a I have a tattoo in my arm. It's a it's of a broken broken key. Okay. And um, so I was I was um, in Vietnam doing a motorcycle trip, and uh, I was me and my buddy. And I mean, long story short, I, I got into a really bad accident. I was going maybe like 60, 70 kilometers an hour, and um, hit just like a giant rock in the middle of the road. I went flying and the bike completely shattered and I skidded like 60 feet. My friend was driving right next to me, like trying to like miss my body while it like ragdolled on the ground. Mm. Um, uh, but I like got up from it and I was, I like patted myself down. I was completely mm. fine. Walked over to the bike and it was just kind of like everywhere in pieces. And I went and the blinker was like still on. So I went and went to go take the key out and the key was broken in half so I couldn't turn it off and it was mm. just kind of like a so that's why I got the broken key because it was like kind of a reminder of that time and I mm. think like that that moment in particular was kind of like a, um like it was just like we were just riding home like there was mm -hmm. nothing crazy it wasn't anything um you know like like it was just a normal day mm-hmm and I don't know, I think that life can just be taken away just that quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether, you know, walking down the stairs and you trip or mm -hmm. slip in the shower or, mm -hmm. you know, something happens in your sleep, like you just, you just never know. Like, I feel like it's more rare for someone um, to know when they're gonna die, like out, out of some like medical sickness or something. Yeah. So just the fact that it can just happen like that on something seemingly so, something that I've done a million times, like riding mm -hmm. my bike down the road. Um, and it was kind of like that moment where it was like, you know, it's, 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 it's really important to take death really seriously, mm -hmm. but also, so like to be, to live in awareness of it, but also to not live in fear of it. Mm -hmm. Because if you live in awareness of it, um, you know that it's coming at some point, so you're gonna try and do everything that you wanna do um, or squeeze as much as you can in there mm -hmm. before it happens. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you live in fear of it, then it's just kinda like, you kinda do the opposite. You don't, you don't take risks, you don't mm -hmm. do things that you genuinely wanna do because mm -hmm. you live in this fear of, like you're just, extra precautious in life and mm -hmm. you know that's not fun either so hmm. um it's important to have that balance but yeah i think it was just kind of one of those moments of like man that was hmm. like i probably should have died and there's been a few times in life where i probably should have died but that that was one of them hmm. and i think that was like the biggest one where i was like dang um you know just how fragile life is mm -hmm. and how important it is to I mean, like the the cheesy line, you know, <laughs> live every moment like it's your last. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's so much in that to just say, like, yeah, like I I so appreciate you saying, like, 
life is short so appreciate it but also like don't live so much in fear that you don't do anything but mm-hmm. don't but the awareness that death is real and the awareness that you know life is yours to live or not but yeah thank yeah. you for sharing that yeah for sure i'm glad you're here <laughs> yeah same i guess <laughs> i guess i wouldn't know any different if i wasn't yeah that's fair so, um, you haven't known me for too long, like a few days no, here. Like, yeah, like two days. <laughs> um, but what is something you think you and I have in common? Something you and I have in common. I feel like I feel like you naturally take on a more leadership role, hmm. and just uh, just just watching you interact with people, um, just how you talk with people, and um, like even when we were doing the shoot, I noticed you were a lot more vocal in mm-hmm. um in like a group dynamic so i would suppose maybe i mean based on my two days knowledge of knowing <laughs> you um maybe maybe um uh, a commonality would be more mm-hmm. of that like leadership role that we that we might play in groups or friends or mm-hmm. others around us mm-hmm. i'll take that yeah for better or worse. <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah, for better or worse. Yeah, no, it's always like a, yeah, there's a silence level and then it's like, all right, if nothing's happening, like, yeah. let's get somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for accurate. Sure. Hmm. What is something you are looking forward to? Uh, I'm finishing up a documentary that I was working on in India. Hmm. Uh, I, f- I flew to India earlier this year to, well, the goal was to finish it then, but, uh, didn't have enough time so i'm going back to finish it next month which i'm pretty pretty excited to i don't know if i'm more excited to do it or more excited to be over with it but (laughs) i'm excited for it (laughs) nevertheless uh, it's about it's about um the up-and-coming uh rock climbing scene in Hmm. india um uh, india india is not famous for its its, uh, athletics besides like cricket so um, to see like a sport become start to become so big so fast in India is really cool, um, and North India has some of the best rock climbing in the world. So uh, yeah, and it's it's a lot of it too is just exploring new areas and um, you know also the impact that it has on the local communities out there. All these climbers coming up, so yeah, it's a pretty cool project. Yeah. Um, that's so exciting. That's awesome. Going back for that in end of August. So, yeah, next month. It's always like the, yeah, okay, the eyes go, yeah, no, what month no, are we in? Right. What day is it? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really Monday. cool. Maybe it's Tuesday. I don't know. I think, yeah, I'm not even, I think it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that'll be cool. Looking forward to seeing that. But yeah. on the other end of that, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Not anything I can think of off the top of my head. Most things that I don't want to do, I don't really do them. So <laughs> It's like the beauty of adulthood. You're like, yeah. I don't have to. I can yeah. just say no. Yeah, exactly. So uh, not, not anything in particular. I mean, is there anything I wish there wasn't in the world? Like, sure. I'm sure everyone mm-hmm. has like a, a long list <laughs> to go down <laughs> for that. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't think so. That's fair. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? I mean, probably just probably just through relationships, honestly, mm-hmm. just um, friendships that I have, and you know, I always I always love it when you know you get a phone call from a friend or um, 
so yeah I, w- I would just say like connection with others mm-hmm. and um you know especially when people call me asking for advice or um you know a friend has a hard day and they call me for it um mm-hmm. i think that's always those are those are things that always mean the most to me so yeah um yeah i, th- I think just relationships in general probably yeah i don't know there's much that matters like much more beyond that like i really resonate and agree with that it's like yeah feeling like someone's thinking of you and cares and also Mm -hmm. that they trust you for Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. i think trust is a really big Mm -hmm. one um yeah i think maybe that might trump everything for Mm -hmm. for someone to not only say that they love you but to show that they love you through trusting you in Mm -hmm. their their most difficult situations Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely it says a lot about like who you are and how that person sees you too for Mm -hmm. sure so I know there's a couple of places you've spent a lot of time of your life, but um, mm-hmm. where do you call home and what what makes it home to you? Um, yeah, I don't really have a home. Um, I would I would say the, f- the place that's home for me is where my family is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're notorious for moving around a lot. So, <laughs> um, which, which has uh, led me to not ever be able to have like a place that's home so rather Mm -hmm. than a place it's always just kind of been where my family is so um right now it's in um springfield missouri my family just moved there two weeks ago so so yeah um probably gonna be going home a lot less often now (laughs) (laughs) go somewhere cool (laughs) that's fair oh yeah (laughs) that's fair no like i can appreciate that what is something you wish you didn't struggle with i think one of the one of the biggest habits i've had to i've i've had a hard time kicking in life is nicotine like Mm -hmm. since i was um in i think yeah i was in high school um uh my we, we we would always go go hunt and like the thing was to do was throw a dip in your mouth and so um so i would always do that with friends and then it just kind of involved into like not doing it with friends and doing it by myself mm-hmm. and then um and it's crazy how intense the feeling is um when you need it and yeah it's something i struggled with for years like i've gone i've gone like i've gone a year Hmm. like without it but like the 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 urges never really seem to go away and so um so yeah it's just like kind of like a ebb and flow like i don't think like i don't think i would like at this point i mean i could i know i don't do it at an unhealthy amount right now but it's but it's less about for me the unhealthy side of it and more about the like mental grasp i have to have Mm -hmm. on it um like like that i have to say constantly tell myself no all the time like that just is really annoying um so yeah i I think that would probably be one of the one of the things yeah that's fair um but on the other end of that is there anything you used to struggle with but maybe don't anymore have grown in Mm. I think um, a byproduct of my super carefree 
kind of whatever happens lifestyle is that I can also be quite lazy. Hmm. So, um, uh, I mean, I've known and I've noticed as, and it's like, it's weird because it's when I tell some people I'm lazy, they're like, no, you're not. Like, you're like hiking all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you never stop doing something. Yeah, you're like, you're never, you're not, you're like always out of the house. You're like always doing things. But I think like my definition of lazy is a little bit different. Um, hmm. I mean, I think, I think lazy just comes down to, um, the ability to do things that you need to do um, but don't necessarily want to do in that moment because I don't know like an example would be like for me I love hiking when I should be working or diving or whatever <laughs> um, for others they might like movies or mm. um, whatever it might be but but yeah I just I, 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 well the last few years I think I've gotten a bit I wouldn't say I've necessarily conquered it but I've gotten a bit better at being able to like allocate what I need to do and then realizing that once once I do those things that I need to do I'm I'm able to actually have a lot more fun um so that's cool yeah it's like less of a like avoidance and more of a like sure. I actually earned this it's yeah, like okay yeah, I don't exactly. have to like think in the back of my head like I should be doing that it's like nope that's done I can yeah. be fully present here yeah exactly yeah that's cool. What is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? Uh, I can't really think of anything in particular, but may, I mean, I love to give advice. Um, I'd like to say I'm decent at it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, like, I don't, I can't really, I don't necessarily know if it's something in particular, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like a particular yeah. thing. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, I think that just calls back to, again, like, just relationship and communication mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, you know, I just really value that, so yeah. in, in that, that's a whole box of goodies, so <laughs> uh, I don't th think I could narrow it down to a specific thing, necessarily. That's fair. I appreciate that. All right, so it's not a ton of money, but if I were to give you $10,000 and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks, can't give it away, what are you doing with it? probably buy tesla stocks <laughs> fair enough <laughs> they're good right now <laughs> yeah all right there's your financial advice tip in the middle of the podcast <laughs> yeah there you go don't take financial <laughs> advice from me please dear god <laughs> that's awesome is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it as you intend it um or how you wish they would hear it not necessarily. I feel like anyone anyone that I'm really close with and want to talk to, mm -hmm. I've talked to. So um, in this moment, there hasn't been necessarily any underlying things that have been skimmed past. Um, I feel like that's another important part of mm -hmm. relationships, especially if it's someone that you really deeply care about is not mm -hmm. allowing that sort of tension. And if there is then you say it and maybe that's the thing that breaks your mm -hmm. relationship but at least you said it so mm -hmm. um yeah i don't as of right now i don't think there's anything yeah i, I appreciate of. the common thread that the value that you have of that of of people and authenticity and and mm -hmm. being real and saying like yeah like maybe you say something and it ruins that relationship but then like where was that really if sure. you weren't being honest with that person oh i mean i mean it's just like life's kind of miserable if <laughs> you don't you don't have other people to mm -hmm. rely on or fall back on mm -hmm. i mean i think i think nowadays there's this 
there's a like a really huge this huge like self-love trope and mm -hmm. i think it's important obviously but mm -hmm. um it's like almost to the point where it's negative because mm -hmm. i don't know it's kind of weird or maybe maybe a little hard to explain but it, it seems to me like um it's taking it's taken so seriously to the point where people are so reliant on themselves mm -hmm. to the point where it's like they, they left no time for others like they were so mm -hmm. they had to love themselves so much and they kind of didn't allow themselves to fully engage with others and fully open up with mm -hmm. others because you know I think to be able to love yourself fully you have to be spoken to and, and have uh, have the wisdom of others be spoken mm -hmm. into you and if you don't allow that for to happen then I think I think you love yourself too much mm. um, because maybe your ego is keeping you from fully being able to um, see past the things that only you might you might find correct or incorrect. Mm. I think there's a lot of value in that. Just yeah, it's like yeah, it's like sometimes we hide behind the the guise of like a positive thing to. And it becomes a negative. It's mm. like, oh yeah, this is good. I'm I'm loving myself, and and you're not good for me. You don't make me feel yeah. good. So let me just get rid of you from my life. And it's like, yeah, but that's not yeah how it works. And I even think like yeah. too, like even the, um, like make sure, like, cause there's a fine line here too. Mm -hmm. I think, but like even like the make sure you're good before, mm. or like think of yourself in the sense like mm. you know before you go into a situation make sure you're okay or mm. you know you hear that a lot and it's just like we just don't really live in a very uh sacrificial society i don't think mm. um and you see that especially within friendships mm. um i think i think sacrifice and intentionality goes a really long way mm. um and i think it's important to think of others um, sometimes before you think of yourself in a lot of situations um, mm. but that's not that's not what you're told to do mm. um, but I think it's important to to see past that because mm. um, I don't really find it very beneficial to think of yourself first mm. I, I really appreciate that I think there's like yeah there's there's so much there that I, I just yeah it's it's relationships are messy they're hard and if a friend is in need or a family member or somebody and, and they're having a hard time, the timing isn't always perfect. Mm -hmm. We can't sit there and be like, I'm sorry, you're struggling, but I need yeah. to think of me right now. Like it is, it's sacrificial. It's so showing up when it's difficult yeah. sometimes and, and, and not, not in an unhealthy way, but yeah. But and of course that doesn't mean to like, it doesn't mean to not take care of yourself. Yeah. I of mean, course. Uh, like I said, it's a fine line, but mm -hmm. you know, I think at least for me, I mean, I found in life, you know, the more, the more you're kind of looking out for others and looking out for your for the people that you love you know the more fulfillment you find in life and mm -hmm. so and I've, i tend to feel less fulfilled when i when i go through stretches where that's where i'm not like putting an effort to do that mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean just life just kind of seems better when because by thinking of other first maybe maybe in a weird <laughs> inception type way you're thinking of yourself hmm. because by thinking of others you in turn are fulfilling yourself hmm. um, so 
It seems like a good solid full circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say makes you feel at peace? I think there's like a few things in life. Um, definitely, I think prayer and um, just being in being in nature is something I really enjoy. Like hiking, diving, something is very peaceful to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I guess like I've never. I've never really enjoyed, I, I guess who does, but like your meditation, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've just never, but then, you know, I, f- I do things that, like may- maybe I don't know, maybe I don't really like fully understand what meditation is, but then mm. at the same time, like I feel like I go into that state when I do certain things, like mm. or activities, so like one would be diving, one would be hiking, mm. one would be like in prayer. And I know in meditation, a lot of it is just like turning your mind completely off and not Mm -hmm. thinking about anything, um, which I personally don't think I've ever been able to do. Um, But but I think I get the closest to that point when Mm -hmm. I do those things. Yeah, that's that's fair. But I, I think, I'm not sure if it's an actual, like the definitive, like Webster's definition, but I've heard a definition that meditation is to just dwell on something. And so, oh man, in that case, I'd be meditating all the time. <laughs> I was say, like, I think in that sense, like, it's kind of cool because it's like where we find that space often is like where our mind is able to to let go of other things that mm. maybe weigh us down and be present in something mm. that brings us peace. So, I'd say, sounds like you do that often. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's cool. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go find an actual dictionary yeah. on that one. <laughs> don't take my advice on that. <laughs> Would you say that uh, life feels steady or uncertain for you right now? Well, I mean, I, f- I think life's always uncertain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the goal is to find steadiness within that uncertainty. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... I mean, I've always kind of just been a low-stress kind of person. Um, but I think in general, yeah. In general, life life's pretty good. Um yeah, I can't really. He's like, I don't know. What am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> yeah, um, you're good. I think in general, yeah, in general, life's pretty good. Um, can't complain. You know, there's like, you know, there's always things that I wish that were better, or hmm. that I was doing better, or, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm also happy to continue in it. I guess like hmm. it doesn't doesn't hmm. ever bog me down. Yeah, that's cool. Um, all right, this is always interesting, but um, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that maybe they normally wouldn't receive well coming from you as a man? You said sex, and I think Siri. Looking. See? <laughs> Find it, Siri. <laughs> Find it. This is about to get really interesting. <laughs> um, I'll, just, I'll just close that before there's some weird like background noises going on in this That's podcast. It's <laughs> amazing. She's still going. <laughs> uh, Dude, I closed my computer. This is, this is getting a bit weird. Sorry, I seem to be having trouble with the connection. Yeah, I can okay. tell. Siri. <laughs> Let's go ahead and turn that Wi-Fi off. <laughs> um, yeah, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that maybe they normally wouldn't receive while coming from you as a man? Whether that's a compliment, a criticism, or just something you wish they would hear. Not really. <laughs> He's I like, mean, I am an like, open book. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
I've always kind of been pretty opinionated in life, so I have my own opinions on things. Um, and I've always really haven't been scared to share those things. Um, but I think because of that, hmm. anyone who's close with me have has heard those things. <laughs> so it's like, He's like, if you know me, you know the answer. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, by like saying that, I don't think there's like really anything in particular, like, um, yeah. Like, I, I don't know, I just, like, it's, I, th I think that question for me is, like, it's one of those, like, um, I don't, no, I don't really have anything to say just mm -hmm. because, like, I don't, I don't really find the need to bring up differences or find mm -hmm. differences or, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think, you know, throughout, throughout life, like, obviously there's, like, differences, mm -hmm. right, but it's, like, um, I don't know I just don't live life like searching for those things and like figuring out how to that I don't know I, I think just, that's like, a good quality that I, I think more wouldn't be the worst thing if more adopted that sure. like, there's differences embrace them yeah but don't hold back relationship or conversation yeah, or what you yeah, have to say based on those differences definitely. so yeah there's definitely been times like with female friends that like all like I'll just ask a question that um, um, like if I'm confused on something or um, like I had a I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine and I just asked her if it was um, if she thought that being a is is because you hear you hear like especially in the photography space um, you hear a lot about there being way more male photographers than female photographers in media space. So, so um, I asked her. I was like, you know, as as a woman, do you find it a positive or a negative being a female in your industry? And she was just like, dude, it's like such a positive. Like, I feel mm. like if anything, it benefits me. Mm. And I just found that really interesting because mm. you know, um, it's not the mainstream message, right? It's not yeah. the mainstream message, and not necessarily that not, it's yeah, like. I, yeah. That it doesn't mean that there's hardships for some mm. people, you know, getting into it or some women getting into something like that. But, um, mm. yeah, I think those are I think those are important questions mm. to ask. And if it's like if you do question something to ask, you know, particularly people, I, I like like for me, I am so unopinionated <laughs> online, like just like I'm mm -hmm. just I don't I don't care to have any sort of opinionated argument with someone online because it literally doesn't matter it's like at, like when you're online everyone you know you have your opinion and you go into it and you're either going to agree with someone or you're going to disagree with someone mm -hmm. but no one's getting their minds changed mm -hmm. like it's just like I, I always find it so like and i get it like i get the whole i get you know people putting out what they believe and like these kind of things but then at the same time it's like it just it's like i don't know it's so weird to me a lot of times because it's just you put out an opinion and it's like the people who agree with you are going to just be like yeah and then the people who don't agree with you you're just going to start like a fight with and it's like it just seems so pointless and mm -hmm. i just like can never i guess i just don't i, I can't fully appreciate um I, I don't, I don't, like, again, like, I, that's the other thing, too, is, like, you have to, you feel, I feel like you're always walking on eggshells with this kind of stuff, but it's, no, like, no, no, yeah. but, um, yeah. but, yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's just, like, you know, I, I, again, I, I value relationship, and I think, mm -hmm. 
I think no matter how opposing an opinion you might have on something, you're always willing to hear mm -hmm. from someone who you respect. And mm -hmm. you only respect someone if you have a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe there's some like famous person or have fame to them or whatever, but it's mm -hmm. like, you know, for, in my case, it's like I, I rely on relationships that I have with people mm -hmm. and um, I've found that it's totally okay to ask questions mm -hmm. and because if people love you and respect you enough either and then you you also have way more opportunity to have your mind changed as well because mm -hmm. it's like a it's like an ebb and flow right or, but whereas it's like when it's online it's like <laughs> like literally what's the point like well, what I just I don't get it sometimes <laughs> but no I, I yeah I can appreciate that for sure I actually really like um I don't know, I think that's a lot of like you said advice earlier is something you um, you enjoy sharing with others or with those that are close to you and sure. I just really appreciate that I think that's like healthy advice for anyone listening to take to say like hey if there's a topic or something like you can often go to a version of that source like you're saying like hey here's a question about females in this industry I'll just go to a friend and ask them yeah. and be willing to hear the answer and, and I yeah. think that's awesome and, and also to just say like yes I, I don't think any problems are getting solved online <laughs> ever yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not ever, but not like that. I, I mean, like, sure, yeah. it does. Like, I think, I think mm -hmm. online's great for, like, awareness and yeah, things like yeah. that. But, I, I mean, I think there's a real fine line between going online looking for affirmation or a mm -hmm. fight mm -hmm. and going online for, going online to do something for, to bring awareness or, mm -hmm. like, raise funds or, like, mm -hmm. you know, obviously mm -hmm. those are great things. Yeah. Um, and who cares if someone disagrees you when you're having a fundraiser, yeah, right? Like on sure. something that you care about. Like, I think that's important, mm -hmm. but just to go online and just to like spew out an opinion that you have, you know, I, I just find that weird. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I just don't, I don't see the point in it. Yeah. Like, it ends up being like, you have like a, you end up like just closing in a sounding board. Like those that disagree with you, like you said, they kind of either fight or go away. Right. And those that agree with you just keep agreeing with you. So I don't know what fully gets accomplished. For but sure. It entertains yeah. some, so that's fair. But yeah, it is entertaining. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. When I go on, like <laughs> when when I have that little timer thing set on Instagram, <laughs> it's like you have reached your two-hour limit today, and it's it's always hits the two-hour limit just because of some like some comment thread I'm going down. Just you're like, why am I here right now? I'm eating here the popcorn, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I don't know how you feel about large audiences, but um, if you had a large group of people before you and a bit of advice or life lesson or a bit of wisdom that you were to leave with them, what would you share? Oh, man. Um, I think the biggest thing would be just don't take advice from me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is contradictory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you ain't my close friend. Get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, um, there's health in not knowing. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, no, but I think, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, I mean, I, I guess I could just pull from, you know, the things that I've learned in life um, mm -hmm. and things that impacted me a lot. And, you know, like one would be the story that I told earlier about mm -hmm. like bike crash and, you know, living life to the fullest. And yeah, I think, um, I, th I think giving a space for people to understand that, they have a lot more um, choice in their life, mm -hmm. um, where you know I don't I don't think we're we're all predestined to go a certain way. I think mm -hmm. I think we 
we have choices that we can make in life. Like I don't think, I don't think everything happens for a reason. I don't think, um, you know, and and a, and a part of my belief in that is because I think I think we do have decisions in life, and we get to make choices, and we get to, um, you know, if something horrible happens to you, it's it's so unfair to say that that happened for a reason to you, um, but something horrible is bound to happen to you. So um, when that does happen, you can you can make a choice because you have free will and you have, and you're not predestined into this whatever bad situation that you're in, you can come out of it, but you have to, you have to make choices to be able to do that. And um, I think it's a really powerful, powerful thing to keep in mind that, hey, you know, how how I live in life and what I do in life is completely relying on reliant on the choices that I make and that can sound very um, scary because it's scary to think about making the right choices but at the same time it's so empowering because it's like you know I, I, I have control and 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 I, and I think that's just a really important thing that I don't feel like is very I think the the more uh what, what would be the, the more mainstream idea is that mm. you know everything happens for a reason and mm. um and i and i th and i just think that takes away from our humanity a little bit because um, it just makes it seem like we're predestined robots mm. that everything like all of this is just it's it's whatever that's going to happen is going to happen because mm. if it's happening for a reason, it was already written that it's going to happen. I don't. I don't think that's necessarily true for everything. Um, so, uh, yeah, to be able to to be able to choose and make your own decisions in life and be the best version of yourself you can be usually bears pretty good fruits. Um, hmm. So, thanks for sharing that. I like. Yeah, it is. It's it's a. It is. It's a horrible thing to think of it in the sense of just say everything happens for a reason. So if you've been through something like that was supposed to be that way and it's like that's all well and good until you're standing before somebody who's been through something mm. terrible yeah. and 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 then also to take the, the the power on the other end of that that you've brought and saying this is your choice you're the one who gets to decide so to realize that yeah they, that can be terrifying because it's like crap that's on me but i feel like i don't know i i view that as less terrifying because then it's like all right that's on me it's not like well mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what i do it's gonna right, go where it goes right, no matter what right. so that's what's the point of trying yeah. yeah yeah i think that's that seems paralyzing to me to just yeah. realize that like oh it doesn't matter what i do but no it's yeah the humanity in that is comforting in my world at least sure. <laughs> yeah what is something you wish people knew about your culture however you would define or see my your culture, culture. <laughs> man <laughs> my culture um i'm yeah um i kind of just grew up all over so i don't <laughs> i don't really have a specific culture that mm -hmm. i um i think i feel like i'm just kind of a a mutt when it comes to culture so kind of picked my favorite things and hmm. um but I, I think families are really hmm. a really um I think I think it's something that especially in western culture like this in the states mm -hmm. it's something that's really I, I don't know if it's quite sad like I feel like it's lost a lot is is the idea of family 
It's like, you know, when you turn 18, you get out of the house, be your own person. It's like this really like self-reliance um, culture. Like you have to, you have to make it. You have, to, and I don't know. It's quite sad because it's like like family's family, and and it's like looked down upon for someone to be living with their parents when they're mm-hmm. thirty or whatever. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, um, man, like I, yeah. To me, it's just sad. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's there should be celebration if you can live with your family still mm-hmm. and spend time with them and 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 it doesn't mean you're not self-reliant like it doesn't mean you don't have a job mm-hmm. like i think that's that's why it's kind of looked down upon because mm-hmm. it's like oh you're living with your parents you don't have a job like, like that's you're doing like this because you can't as right, opposed to like if there's right because it's so it. ingrained in people yeah. that it's like oh uh, like he's still living living with his family obviously he's not doing that well mm-hmm. so it's like that's such an ingrained thing in mm-hmm. western culture where it's like I know that's such a sad reality to mm-hmm. me where it's like, man, um, you know, I want to be with my family as much as I can. And I still live with my family because of that. Um, so yeah, maybe as far mm-hmm. as like culture goes, I think, I think family is very, very important. And, um, I think, you know, and, and of course I say that knowing that I'm very fortunate to have a good family. Um, mm-hmm. you know, not everyone, may have share the same mm-hmm. thoughts on their family um <laughs> but yeah. yeah i mean i definitely definitely like really value my time with them and um yeah i, I guess i guess as far as culture goes that would be my tidbit <laughs> that's fair i think that's cool yeah it is it's like often our our like belief of something because it's how we hear it because it's what's told to us we're mm-hmm. like oh this is this means it's right and this means it's wrong but mm-hmm. it's like what if there were other options right. like what if there's another reason and i think it's i appreciate the just the second that it takes to say like hey maybe just take a second and think what the other reasons might be mm-hmm. and uh maybe it's not negative maybe it's positive so yeah, yeah. maybe it's a choice <laughs> yeah would you say that you know what your purpose is in life yeah i mean generally like i I mean well i think i've i think purpose is more of a thing that you decide for yourself rather than it's rather than like something that's like bestowed upon you (laughs) um but um yeah i think mine is just uh, i think i brought up like legacy before and you know the idea of being the best version of yourself that you can be and like through that affecting other people in a positive way so i I think Mm -hmm. at least my goal would be to be that and that's a really broad thing Mm -hmm. um but as far as i think it's really important to have a broad idea of what your Mm -hmm. purpose is i think um to be able like when when you have that figured out and of course and again it doesn't have to be anything in specific but when you do have a broad idea of what your purpose is in life everything everything fits into place a little bit easier and it's a lot easier to make decisions and it, and and you know yourself a lot more and you know who it is that you want to be and in turn you know like it, again it just it helps you make decisions in life it helps you decide what project you're going to work on or mm-hmm. you know how you're going to spend your next few months and mm-hmm. so i think i think knowing that purpose i it, like Whoever is listening to this and doesn't know their purpose, I think it's it's uh, worth your while to spend some time and figure it out. Mm. Um, 
and and I, that sounds scary but mm. i don't think it has to be that hard you know i don't think it needs to be this like long journey i think it can be something that's very broad like an umbrella mm-hmm. and you know a lot of things can fit into that umbrella but mm. to have a broad idea of what it is that you want in life i think is really important mm. i love that i like that a lot it allows like allows a lot of other choices to and decisions yeah. to like narrow down a little easier mm-hmm. to say like is this aligned with who i am we like that word a lot now in the world mm-hmm. right now so yeah what's in alignment with who you are and it mm-hmm. requires knowledge of purpose and what you want and who you mm-hmm. want to be so yeah what is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of um i think probably um i have really awesome friends mm-hmm. and so um the the friendships that I've been able to build in life you know I'm very I'm very proud of I'm very mm-hmm. um, like I have a really awesome community mm-hmm. and um, and I've been able to connect a lot of them um, and you know because I'm all over the world so mm-hmm. um, a lot of them are friends from different places but then you know being able to bring those friends together and like creating that community is pretty cool mm-hmm. um so i think that mm-hmm. um is one of the main things and then i think another thing um maybe as far as like career goes would mm-hmm. be um just like the the audience i've built i think mm-hmm. over time is is pretty cool it's like it's really cool to um to be able to be passionate about something and have so many people be interested in what mm-hmm. you do and interested in that in that passion that you have um, and be will and, and want to follow along on your journey mm-hmm. and be involved involved mm-hmm. with that journey I think that's pretty cool so mm-hmm. um, so yeah I think I think career wise it would be that and then just life wise in general it would be mm-hmm. you know the, re- the relationships I've built mm-hmm. I think that says a lot about again so much of who you are and and uh, just what you value and what you put your time into is that like what you're most proud of is is those people and not just like I mean there's a million things you've done in life I'm sure and a million projects or things just because I've done a million out. things doesn't mean they've been good things <laughs> fair but I, yeah i think it's it's really cool that that is that is something that that overarchingly stands out to you so mm. i love that but well you've shared uh a bit about who you are and uh, appreciate your time but is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you i don't know i don't i don't <laughs> think so <laughs> it's like i, don't know, you're just I mean like <laughs> Those those kind of questions are hard for me to come off mm. come up with off the top of my head. Um, I'm more I'm more like to be asked questions mm-hmm. and then being able to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. I, I maybe I have more of a spaghetti brain, so <laughs> thinking about specifics is always difficult. But I mean, in general, um, you know, I think the people that know me know me, and I'm and I'm happy with that. And mm-hmm. You know, I'm always happy to meet new people, and mm. um, <laughs> despite what I said earlier about, <laughs> about like, being I'm only an, taking like, one more application for a right, yeah, yeah, I, I only got a few left. <laughs> run out of paper. Um, mm. No, but I, but like, and I'm always inspired by friends who are just mm. like all like like Clay. I think you had him mm-hmm. on your podcast as well. Like he's yeah. he's one of my really good friends, and he's mm-hmm. the type of person that like 
we'll plan a trip together and it's like this sick photography trip for me right like i'm gonna go and it's me and him and we're gonna spend really good quality time together and um do the shooting and and then and then all of a sudden clay invited like 10 people and it turns into this like like what is happening like now we're in a bus right like getting around um but it ends up being super fun and i'm and so like of course i love to meet people and i'm always inspired by friends who um push my limits as Mm -hmm. far as like what like what a perfect trip to me looks like <laughs> and what like, here is my comfort zone and it's like yeah two smaller cars well, it's, behind it's funny because like i'm quite i'm quite extroverted yeah um like i much prefer to be around people than to be with myself mm-hmm. um and and, I, and i've noticed there's like five years ago i was that person that was inviting mm-hmm. lots of people on trips but like something just snapped in me where it was like I just really want to be around people mm. that I already know. And maybe it's like, uh, maybe I just got too comfortable in mm. the sense of, you know, I have these friends and like, now I know who I want to hang out with. And so I'm, I'm like mm. less apt to um, randomly invite strangers onto things than I used to be. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I get, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm always inspired by people like Clay mm. who, who can help like bring me back to that a little bit more mm. um, and remind me um, you know, remind me that like everyone, everyone is worthy of time. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and it's not like my time is more impactful than anyone else's, but Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's worthy of my time from a personal level Mm -hmm. as far as, um, um, and, and realizing that there still can be, there still can be that time and intentionality with friends. And then there also can be that time to just, um, like randomly meet people and mm-hmm. have fun and like not not going so far on one end of the pendulum that you forget the other so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The, the balance on both ends of that mm-hmm. yeah and I would say that's something in the short time that I've spent with you that I think you do at least I've seen you do well of like choosing to interact or even sitting down and giving your time here um yeah, to not just say like, how here's my world, here's my circle, and I'm right. gonna just stay in it." Like, you definitely don't do that. But yeah, it is. It's well, it's, I, well, for everyone, it looks different. Yeah. So like, for yeah. me, I'm quite extroverted as is. So for me, giving my time would look a lot different than someone else. Because mm-hmm. for me, giving my time would be nonstop talking to people. Like, because that's because as an extroverted person, that's how I would do it, mm-hmm. um, and I know that's what I'm capable of, mm-hmm. right? Um, or as someone maybe who's a little bit more shy and introverted, like Mm -hmm. doing something like this would be a lot. Mm -hmm. But for me, this is nothing Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, um, like it's not nothing, but it's like, it's not, it's not like, like, it's not, it's not, it's not everything I know I'm capable of in the sense of meeting new people Mm -hmm. and and being that Mm -hmm. person. Um, So yeah, I think it just looks different for everyone. So Mm -hmm. I mean, and another important thing to always like not, be um don't like to not compare yourself right because mm-hmm. it's like it looks everything looks so different for mm-hmm. it's, it's such a subjective thing mm-hmm. of um what giving looks like and what mm-hmm. like i don't think there's a fine line mm-hmm. no that's that's healthy advice and and good things to hold on to in that and yeah it is it's awesome to have that circle that you're like okay they're gonna push me when i need to and change my expectations right. and right. and yeah yeah clay is amazing and and mm-hmm. is is definitely good at that he's a he's a sweet and kind person but 
Yeah, if you ever invite them on something, don't expect them to come alone. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Very inclusive. We like inclusive. <laughs> Very inclusive. It's good. It's a, it's a really good yeah. quality. Yeah, yeah for sure. Is. But no, that's cool. Well, I appreciate so much just um, just your heart and your time to to sit down. Um, yeah, as you said, it isn't nothing. It's it is something I appreciate very much for me to just be able to share a little bit of who you sure. are with others for others to see a little bit of of just what I've gotten to see in the few days and 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 what those close friends of yours get to appreciate in the sure, relationship yeah. with you so yeah well thank you for thank you for having me on your podcast <laughs> thank you so yeah thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going so if you have a moment I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.